Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good morning. I'm Jana. I'm Jason. And we are living lucky. Thanks right. for joining us. We're talking about addictions today. Mm. Oh, I, we we just talked about alcohol in the last episode. This is a whole new kind of addiction. <laughs> and we're not talking about drugs. If that if that's where your mind went, shame on you. This is a I think And a, it's not sex either. This is an addiction that It's not shopping. More people are involved in and they don't have enough shame about it. They're think I bet you're thinking that we overeat. That's not it either. What is your guess? What kind of addiction do you think Jana and Jason are thinking about right now? I'm going to tell you. It's one that we all have when we meet at the coffee cooler, when we are gathering over a glass of wine. Mm. It's the addiction to our problems, our troubles, our struggles. Oh. And that just fosters kind of that feeling that we're not dealing with. And it's like, guess what happened to me today? Addicted to, is it victimhood? Addicted to despair? It's just addicted to all your, to all the addicted things to you crap. had to get through, but you're addicted to the Troubles. problem instead of the solution. But why? Why do we do that to ourselves? It's only causing more problems. Well, it's, I feel like what happens in a lot of social circles, if you're in, a, an unhealthy social circle is that you bond. Did you just say social circle? An unhealthy social circle. Yeah. If you, it, when you get together, wait, I have to tell to this story real quickly. I have to tell this story. Okay, I'm so sorry. One time, Jason, we saw this. We happened to witness a beautiful sunset. It was so gorgeous. It was we were one out that you on actually the boat. take a picture of it. And this was before. And Everybody was posting them every single day. And so on. Jason took a gorgeous photo of this sunset. And he happened to... Sunrise. S- oh, it was sunrise. Okay. That's right. Oh, yeah, because we were out skiing early in the morning. And so then he thought, you know what? I'm going to send this to our good friend who's a meteorologist here in Orlando, Florida, Mr. Tom Sorrels. That's right. So he sent it to our friend Tom Sorrels so that Tom could show it on his morning newscast and he's never had to say my whole name he's just said jason and so he shows this beautiful picture that jason takes and then he says thanks to my good friend jason shelfer jason shelfer and he he can't say jason's full name well that's a jason he gets caught in the Jason Shelfer. He can say Jason just fine, but it's Jason Shelfer. And for a broadcaster who just just speaks seamlessly day after day. I mean, he is a a professional. That's right. Been doing it for years. We just busted out laughing as we were watching him. My good friend, Jason. (laughs) As we were watching him in our living room. He's funny. Anyway, so what you were saying... Yeah, so we gather around and we start talking about, we bond over the gossip. We bond over the struggles. Like it's a, it's one of those things that and brings people in. And why is that though? Because it feels like we would have such a better energy if we 
would bond over our dreams, our goals, our joys, our laughter, our celebrations. So I think one of the big things is, is we place thoughts and judgments on our accomplishments. And so we worry that other people are going to place thoughts and judgments on our accomplishments. So if I came in and said, oh my gosh, I just won the gold cup. They're like, oh, well, I won the World Cup. You know, so we're like, is someone going to be the one-upper? Or can we just all celebrate our joys and our, our the wonderful things in life? Yeah, because you, you think, oh, my gosh, it, someone in their head is like, well, good for you, Jason Shelfer. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mr. Gold Cup winner. Well, but that's the thing is, so we start worrying about, because we do the same thing, though, on the opposite side. We're like, I, I don't. You think your day was oh, bad. Now Guess I, how bad my day was. Oh, now I know what you're thinking you get, when I speak to you every my hus- day. My husband does this. Well, he's not as bad as my husband. Guess what my husband does? I don't say that. You don't do that. But tell me you haven't heard it at Bunko parties. or Oh, listen to yeah, you. Listen to you. Because guys hear it in the locker room. I mean, it's there's... They're the guys that talk oh, yeah. about the Let's points talk they about scored. locker room talk. And well, if they're doing that, then they say, Well, I scored 30. I scored 40. Well, well, well you well, missed okay. so and so. Slow down. Slow down. You're going a million miles a minute. What is really said in the locker room? Let's just go there. <sighs> I honestly, I couldn't tell you. There's. It depends on which locker room you're in. And it also I, depends on I the know, ego, but I can tell you it's a lot of lies. I want to know what goes <laughs> on in the locker room that Jason Chelfer's in. I don't spend a lot of time in locker rooms. No. No. I didn't. I, I Honestly, I didn't spend a lot of locker time in locker rooms in high school because I was like, I'm not showering with a bunch of dudes. You didn't shower? Heck no. You were the smelly boy? I wasn't the smelly boy. I was like, <laughs> I, I'll sign up for sports that are happening after school or none of them that happen before school. And because I'm not, I'm not a group shower guy. No. No. That's just not you. No. I don't, it's just not my thing. Mm. Don't be looking at my thing. <laughs> don't want to embarrass anybody. All right. Well, today we're talking about being addicted to our. Low vibration emotions. It's almost like you're you're kind of petting it and stroking it when you talk about your problems. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not talking about the thing anymore. Yeah, I'm talking whoa, whoa, about whoa. your addiction. Okay. Well, your addiction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no okay. Here's okay, so here's my my best guess scenario at this. Because I'm thinking the reason, maybe there is a psychological reason of why we are addicted to those emotions. And the one thing that comes to mind is that it makes us feel alive. I think it makes it feel, makes us also feel connected. Because everybody, you know everybody has troubles, and we don't want to talk about the, the, heart, the real troubles, but we do want to make sure that we're not experiencing hardship alone. So we get to the water cooler and we say, you know what? I feel like I didn't accomplish much today. I feel like I'm not enough. I'm going to express some of my troubles. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hopefully someone else is going to say, well, I've got troubles too. Right. So and that- how can we connect and bond over this? However, we don't look at 
if you if you made it to the water cooler, you've accomplished something. Even if it's just making it to the water cooler. If you're having a conversation with someone or someone is available to have a conversation with, there's a win there as well. I have there is connection. You don't have to force a connection over the drama. Mm-hmm. But we I just hear tend you. to fall into that. But people are longing for connection and they don't know it's become a habit. They don't know how That's to connect. It. You just nailed it. It's become a habit. They they got some type of emotional filling from the first time when they really needed it, when they expressed a hurt or a sorrow, and they're looking for that bonding, that togetherness, that um, connection of someone else is in, in this with me. Someone else mm-hmm. is having the same issue. Yeah. Or, or at least issues. I'm not the only one that's having issues. I also feel that, as I started to say earlier, is it makes us feel alive. And I know that this, this may sound a little macabre. However, I feel like when we are feeling pain and suffering and despair, we're at least feeling something. Yeah. There's a great song. It's like, I bleed just to know I'm alive. You know, that's, that's a great song. It's like when we go through a breakup, when we get um, let go from a job or fired from a Mm -hmm. job, you you go and you just have this pity party Mm -hmm. and you're like, crank up the music for my pity party. Right. I, I want to turn on the worst, the songs that really amp up that feeling of disgust I have for myself, that life is horrible, my world's falling apart, and then then I, then I can come back and feel comforted again. And for some reason, we can look back in our life and we can really remember those times when we were hurt. Mm-hmm. However, the times where we got an A on our test or the times when we won the spelling bee or the times when we were asked out by a surprise date or we, yeah, well, think you about- know, we won a race or something. Those tend to fade away a little bit because, you know, we celebrate them in the moment and then we're like, oh, okay, we'll move on. Well, think about training for a marathon mm-hmm. and you're not a marathon runner. You go through months or at minimum weeks of grueling practice and training mm-hmm. and it hurts and it's lonely and it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then you go run your race and you have the finish line and it's over. Right. So it's a, it's a moment of accomplishment. And if you haven't gotten to that point in that journey where the, the actual training and the, and all that part that you, instead of looking at it as hurting, it's you see it as your goal and like, these are moving me closer to my goal, Mm -hmm. then it's a different perspective there. So it's a, you, you don't have to fall back on the hurt and the emotion and those things that normally we fall back on because we, we have these small wins throughout the day and we have a, we have a good win, but a lot of times we just call that struggle the, the place marker in the day. Yeah. Ooh, and then we become addicted to it because it's hard to let go of what's comfortable and normal. Ooh, 
Yeah. You know, it becomes it becomes our it's comfort just, zone. It's, it's literally just a pattern that we live in. It and becomes we don't our it's, pattern. It's it's trapping us in that. And then when we let go of it, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute. It's kind of like, uh, I'm going to use an example and you're going to be like, oh, Jana, why are you using this one? <laughs> it's kind it. of like every time I clean out the garage. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to fill it right back up. Exactly. <laughs> it gets filled up within days. And I think, you know what? I just cleaned out the garage. Mus- and it's, Musical junk. It is, it's, I kid you not, it is, it is very uncomfortable for Jason to have a clean garage. That's, that's where I, all my toys are. And I, I need, if, I, if toys are not there, then you I feel, feel like, like I'm you don't lack. have anything. Yeah, I feel like I'm in lack. And I don't know what it is because I, I, a lot of the toys that I have in there are things I'm not using. Just like these emotions that we show up with are, are all in the past. They're, I mean, if you got to feel it to, to heal it, right? We've talked about that a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> right. But we're not healing it. We're and they're bringing, not serving us. We're just bringing it up. They're not serving us. Yeah. In order to manifest, we need to be feeling joy and love and hope and peace and vitality. Well, so many times, like, you see someone with a broken leg, you ask about what happened to them, mm-hmm. not... You don't care about how they went through the healing process or how they're going through the healing process or how, they, how they're accomplishing things through it. Yeah, you say, you ask, what, how did what you... was the damaging part? What, right? damaged, what damaged you? So it, back in my little lizard brain, I could be like, make sure I don't do that. <laughs> you know what? That, I've never, that's a good little uh, tidbit. I mean, that's just like a slightly different perspective. I've always thought, you know, people always ask, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Or what happened to you? I, I always think that's a really terrible question because there's a no. It's disempowering. It's, it's very disempowering. It is very disempowering. It takes you back to and the you scene would, of the accident. You would, and plus, you would never go up to. An ugly baby. Yeah. Say it. Say it. Ugly babies. Uh, okay, yeah. Babies I, I'm not even, going there. not even going there. Not so even going there. So break the habit. That's, that's all it is. It's Break the that, pattern. It's making that choice to say, this habit does not serve me. Or if it is serving me, how is it serving me? And is it serving me productively? Or is it keeping me stuck where I am? Ooh. And does that apply to a clean garage? Oh, we'll I won't put you, go, I won't put you on the spot. I won't put you on the spot. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Addiction. Change the habit. Keep living love. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com.